Okay, so we didn't start the fire, but we did start the service with it. Written in 1989, I think, and released in 89. Some of you go back that far and you can remember that song, contained in that song, are events that go all the way back to the 1940s. If you do your history and research and all that kind of stuff. So it got me thinking. So what if we were to write a current verse for We Didn't Start the Fire? And if you do some searching online, you'll see that, and I didn't know this until a little bit after the fact, but there are some people that have taken the liberty of doing that, and I haven't read those. I've just, you know, so I, I don't know what you'll find in that. But I, I wrote my own. Okay, and I'm not going to sing it or anything because it probably doesn't work with the tune. But if you were to like put stuff in a current lyric for today, it would have this stuff in it, right? COVID, Trump and Biden, I mean, how can you not, right? Quarantine, shutdown, stimulus checks, remember those? Shootings and riots, vaccines. Listen, if you listen carefully to the words of We Didn't Start the Fire, the word vaccine is in there. Back in 89. Evidently, we've been here before and survived. What? Okay, new normal. Yeah, that, that would be in there. Masks, mandate, Delta, not the airlines, and Omicron. All these names, and who knows what, you know, version or name will come up next. We didn't start the fire. All this stuff. And no wonder people are angry. No wonder people are anxious. And no wonder there's a whole segment of our society that's just apathetic. Because all of this has gotten us to a point where you and I are hesitant to hope anymore. You feel that? We're, we're just hesitant to hope because, especially looking at 2022, much less beyond, because we thought, if you go back to a year ago, we thought 2021 was the remedy of 2020. Right? If, if you go to New Year's Eve, right on the edge of 2021, when the ball was dropping, we were hoping that the ball would drop right on top of 2020 and crush it and get rid of it. 2021, here we are, and there it went. And now we're hesitant to hope because we're like, 2022, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I, who knows, right? I, we're hesitant because so much has happened and we're just exhausted. You feel the exhausted? And, and I'm not talking about, I could use a good nap tired. I, I mean, we are soul tired. And we're overwhelmed. Whether you're a Christian or not, church person or not, regardless of where you are on the spiritual spectrum of things, you don't know who to listen to. I hear people talk about it. I don't know who to listen to. I don't know who to believe anymore. You don't know who to trust. Right? I mean, you watch CNN, you're like, I don't know. You watch Fox News, you're like, I don't know. Right? You, you go to the website, you're like, I, I don't know. I know somebody out here going, well, I know. And I'm like, I know, we know you're here, and we're going to talk about you in a minute. <laughs> yep. We don't know who to listen to. We don't know who to trust. And we sure as heck fire don't know what to expect. We are hesitant 
to hope. And that's why we're doing the series. That's why we're doing a series called Now What? I mean, after all of this, how do we go forward and face 2022, much less beyond? And let me start with this. I feel like we're living in this constant tension between two realities. This constant tension between the seduction of certainty and the sureness of uncertainty. Now, I, I made these up, okay? So let me ex explain them. Let, certainty certainly seduces us, pulls at us, lures us in because we want to know what's going on and we want to be certain of it, right? We're drawn to that. We just want that. We want to know, we want to see, and we want to understand what it is that we see. We want to know what's going on because we're human beings and it's just in our nature. We like things that are predictable, right? We don't like surprises. I mean, it's okay, a surprise birthday party is one thing, but we would rather life not surprise us most of the time, especially on the negative side of things. We like to be in control. And we like guarantees. Don't we like guarantees? Everybody likes a guarantee, right? Because we like certainty. Matter of fact, we like guarantees so much, we look for a warranty on the guarantee. Like, how long are you going to promise me that you can guarantee that kind of thing? We just basically want to be able to figure things out. We like to figure stuff out. And I'm right there with you. I, I don't like surprises kind of thing. And here's the interesting thing. We will listen to anyone who says they know. We have a tendency to be pulled in and lured into this seduction of certainty gets us to a point to where we are tempted to listen to anybody who says, let me tell you what's going on. We figured it out. Aha, we know. Whether it's CNN, Fox, or somewhere else, it doesn't matter. Like We're just like, what? Yep, let me tell you what's going on. And we listen. Anybody on the news, any expert that has figured it out because we, you know, this is who you can blame. We're like, okay, I, I want to know who to blame. Anybody that can predict or say they can predict. And man, what is it about the conspiracy theories? We're drawn into it because it's, it, it helps us, you know, be certain. How does a theory help us be certain? That's interesting, isn't it? But what is it about Christians and people in church? God-fearing folk are especially drawn in by these conspiracy theories. I've had it up to here with conspiracy theories. You say, well, I don't believe that stuff. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Watch what happens if somebody were to come up to you and say, let me tell you what's really going on here. You go, what? Right? Because the seduction of certainty pulls us in. Oh, we figured it out. What's really going on? Man, I have heard as a pastor... I, I get all kinds of stuff. People come up to me and say, Pastor, we know. And then they lay the Bible on it, right? They lay the Bible on it and they make the conspiracy theory spiritual, right? It's just like some kind of code. We figured it out. We've cracked it. We've cracked it and we know what's going to happen. You know, COVID stands for blah, 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 blah. Or the vaccine is really blah, 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 blah. Or, you know, Trump or Biden or whatever. You fill in the blank. And I'm just like, ah, I've had it. I don't know about you, but thanks for listening. 
But some of you are like, with the certainty thing, some of you look at your life and you go, if I just knew this, and you fill in the blank, if I just knew this, I just need to know this, I just need to know, and if I know this, everything is fine. If I know this about my job, if I know this about my finances, if I could just know this about my health, if I could know this about my marriage or about my kids or about the future, then I'd be fine. No, you wouldn't, because as soon as you find out that, here's what happens next. Okay, that's good. Now I need to know this. And if I could just know this, and so it's constant. It's a revolving door. And we look for a sign. I want a sign. If God just show me a sign, and that's the wrong way to go about it. Because when you're chasing signs, you misinterpret a lot of what you think is a sign, and it's not a sign, so it's never really about a sign. Certainty. The truth is, we just live in an uncertain world, and you can be sure of it. And as we will see before we're done, Jesus told us it was going to be that way. The sureness of uncertainty. We live in an uncertain world, and I'm not being pessimistic, I'm just being very real. We don't know. You don't know. I don't know. CNN, Fox, they don't know. Republicans, Democrats, they don't know. Biden, Trump, whoever you want to put in the White House, they don't know. And I'm not being disrespectful, I'm just being honest. Now we think we knew, we, we think we know, we think we do. That's why we're constantly saying things like, you know, when things change, oh man, I thought this, I thought that. Well, I didn't see that coming. I, things were going so well. No, see, it's just uncertain. We live in an uncertain world, and that's a risk that is just a part of our lives. And if we're not careful, it'll feed the anxiety. It'll feed the worry. It, it will feed the fear, but it doesn't have to. What we're getting ready to see is that uncertainty can actually serve as a foundation and a catalyst for something far better. Something that you and I desperately need in our lives and we need to make a part of our lives. And it actually is the way that we go into 2022 and beyond. Let me just give you the answer and then we'll spend the rest of our time unpacking it together. Faith is the way forward. In a world of uncertainty, faith is the way forward. Now, I know immediately you're like, that's not helpful because that's just a cliche, and I don't know what that means. Well, we're going to talk about what it means. It's not just a cliche. It's unfortunate that we've turned faith into a cliche, and I understand why, because we don't explain it. We throw it around cheaply. No, faith is the way forward in an uncertain world. Now, here's the deal. If you're not a follower of Jesus and you're joining us in person or online, we are so glad that you are here and you've taken the risk. We understand how intimidating it can be to be a part of a, a, a church kind of experience or a spiritual worship experience and people talking about God and Jesus and you don't really know. Maybe you don't even care or maybe you've lost a bet and that's why you're here. And that's fine. We're glad you're here. Okay. But here's the deal. If you're not a follower of Jesus, if you're not a Christian, faith is important for you. And, and you may have a hard time accepting that because without faith, here's the deal. You're left to a life of chance, randomness, or better yet, luck. Because there are things that you can't explain and there's some things that you don't know. 
and you're deep down in places you don't talk about at parties, you're not comfortable with randomness. You're not comfortable with chance. You're not comfortable with luck, are you? Now, because see what you know what faith does? Faith at least opens up the op <laughs> the option that there is a bigger picture, a bigger purpose than what you see and know and understand. Faith is important for you, even if you're not a follower of Jesus yet. But for those of you who do follow Jesus, for those of you who do call yourself Christians, faith is just simply the context for all of life. Yes, we're still gonna have problems and faith is the way forward. Yes, we still have questions. Hey, I still have questions. We're all gonna have questions because God is just that big. But faith is still the way forward. The cliche happens when we talk about just having faith. Just, just have faith. No, there's a better way. It's not just about having faith. Nothing wrong with saying this. There's a better way to understand faith. Because see, when you just talk about have faith, sometimes you can just like, well, some people have it, some people don't. I don't feel like I have faith. Oh, well, no, 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 no. It's, it's, it's actually better than that. It's not about having faith. It's about choosing faith. Faith is the way forward, and it's something you can choose. It's something I can choose. It's something we all can choose. Faith is the way we put one step in front of the other. It's an intentional response to uncertainty. In the first century, if you go back, the Apostle Paul, who wrote much with, with the direction of the Spirit of God, wrote much of the New Testament, most of the New Testament, actually, the Apostle Paul was writing to a group of Christians in the city of Corinth, and he bottom-lined it for them, which bottom-lines it for us as well. He gave them a, a summary statement, a very concise statement that, that sums up what we're talking about here and sums up what life is about in regards to faith. And this is what he writes. For we live by faith, not by sight. We live by faith. Whatever faith is, that's the way we were meant to live. That's the way we have to live. That's the way we have to approach life in 2022 and beyond. We live by faith, not by seeing and knowing and understanding everything and figuring everything out, even though that's what I want and that's what you want as human beings and that's what we're drawn to. That ain't the way the ball bounces. That ain't the way it works. We're supposed to understand that life is to be lived by faith. We walk and journey by faith. So what does that mean to live by faith? Well, let's begin by what it doesn't mean. Living by faith is not about some kind of blind action. Faith is not a leap in the dark. I am so sick and tired of hearing people talking about faith being kind of a leap into the dark, right? Like, forget that. Ain't happening. I don't leap in the dark. I don't like leaping. I'm not a big fan of the dark. You ask me to leap in the dark and call that spiritual and holy, I'm like, I, I don't see where you get that. You look through the scriptures, faith is not a leap in the dark. It's a response to the truth. Now, there's still uncertainty at play. But we'll talk about what faith is in a minute and how it responds to uncertainty, but it's not some kind of blind action. It's also this. This is very important. It's not ignoring wisdom. 
People say, well, just have faith. Don't worry about it. Just have faith. Don't listen to them. Just have faith. Don't try to figure it out. Just have faith. Just have faith. Just have faith. And they ignore wisdom. That is not faith. Faith is not ignoring information. It's not ignoring advice. Faith is not ignoring common sense or science. Dun, 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 dun. It's not. Somewhere along the way, people in church and, and people in Christianity got the idea that faith and science are at odds. They're not. Real faith and true science are not at odds. You know what science is? True science is just our attempt to figure out how God put the world together. We're constantly trying to figure out how God did it. And we're learning more and more and more and more. And sometimes we get it right and sometimes we don't. And sometimes we learn a little bit more and it corrects. You know what we, you know, we figured out like with medical science, the best way to cure an infection is not put leeches on people. Aren't you glad? Somebody experimented with some moldy cheese. And here we have stuff like an antibiotic. And, and how about the, the, the world of herbs and stuff? I mean, I mean there's, some, there's some good in that too. I mean, how do you figure that out? Hey, Bill, eat this. Nah, he didn't make it. Don't eat that again. <laughs> eat this. Well, he's feeling better. Let's name this sucker. You know that, I mean, how do you do that? <laughs> Sorry. You don't ignore that stuff. You pay attention to science. You pay attention to information. Faith is not somehow ignoring wisdom. Let's keep going. It's not apathy and just hoping for the best. I, I just drive me nuts. Well, I guess there's nothing we can do. We'll sit here and wait till Jesus comes back. What the heck? That's not faith. Faith is not apathy and doing nothing and just hoping for the best. Faith is also not a last resort after you've tried everything else. I, I get that. People talk about this all the time. Well, we've tried everything else. I guess we're just going to have to have faith. As, as if faith is a wah, wah. Right? No, it's not a last resort. And, and one more not. One more not. Faith is not just for faith's sake. Here's what I mean by that. You can't have faith just for the heck of having faith. Faith has to have an object. Not just for the sake of faith. Faith has to have a focal point or else it's not faith. These things are not what it means by living by faith. Let me tell you what it means to live by faith. To live by faith is to live by trusting the one. And, and might I say the only one who knows and sees all. Oh, and he knows and sees you too. That's what faith is. Living by faith is putting one foot in front of the other, taking your next step, trusting, not knowing, not knowing, not figuring it all out, not having all the answers, right? But in a world that's uncertain, living by faith is living by trusting in the one who knows all and sees all, and he knows you and he sees you. And I know what you're thinking and feeling, but I want to know what he knows. Oh, wouldn't we? We think we do. We think we want to know, right? I want to understand. I get it. I get it. But listen, the world is just uncertain. And we are called to live by faith, not by certainty, not by sight. And here's the deal. Living by faith is better than certainty. 
You say, how? Because living by faith helps us interact and get to know and encounter the God of faith who says in the New Testament, if you're going to honor me, if you're going to please me, if you're going to get to know me, all of that happens by faith. And it's impossible without faith. The writer of Hebrews in the New Testament says it like this. Now, faith is confidence in what we hope for. Assurance about what we do not see. And this is what the ancients were commended for. Who are the ancients? The brothers and sisters that came before us. Right? They, they had to live by faith too. Trusting in the one who knew everything and saw them and knew them. They had to live by faith in God too. Faith in Jesus as well. It's funny how we often get so nostalgic in the past. And we say things like, well, man, our, our, our great-grandparents and our great-great-grandparents and way back in the 1600s and way back in the Bible times, man, they had it so much easier. It's so much harder today. Man, who do we think we are? It's so pitiful. Get off our pity parties and understand, no, it's not harder today. It's just as hard back then as it is now. And they didn't have indoor plumbing. No, no, see, the ancients were commended for their faith. You and I will be commended for faith, trusting in the one. That's what connects us. It was hard for them. It was uncertain for them for different reasons, and it's uncertain for us for obvious reasons. Yeah. And what is faith? It's confidence and assurance. Confidence and assurance. Confidence and assurance. Not in a what necessarily, but in a who. See, sometimes we, we confuse faith and think faith is about confidence and assurance in what's going to happen. And I just have faith that I'm going to get this job. And I just have faith that I'm going to get a date. And I just have faith that I'm going to get a raise. And I just have faith that my, my you know, the lab result is going to come back and everything's going to be fine. Let me tell you what's better than that. I have faith that no matter what happens with the job, and I'd like to have this job. I really would like to have this job. But, but no matter what happens with my job, I know that the Lord's going to take care of me. See the difference? It's not faith in a what. It's faith in a who. You know what? I'd like to mirror him. I'd like to spend the rest of my life with her, but if he don't ask, if she says no... I have faith that God's going to lead me to somebody else. You, you know what? I don't want cancer. I'd like to live a long time and see my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren, but I know this. No matter what comes back on the lab results, I have faith that my Heavenly Father loves me. He's going to take care of me one way or the other. Do you see the difference? It's not faith in a what. See, because life is uncertain. You can't put your hope and faith in a what. You put your confidence and assurance in a who. Living by trusting the one. That's faith. Living by trusting the one. Who knows all and sees all and he knows you and he sees you no matter what happens. See, here's what we need to know. Is that uncertainty actually fuels faith. 
Uncertainty is not a bad thing. Now it's an annoying thing. But it's not a bad thing. Uncertainty is like fertile ground that faith grows out of. Because without uncertainty, you don't need faith, right? Because if you're living by seeing, you don't have to live by faith. And if things are certain, and you know, and you see, and you understand, well, who needs faith? You see, uncertainty doesn't threaten faith. It doesn't kill faith. It gives faith the opportunity to grow. But at the same time, when you choose faith, it doesn't make uncertainty go away. Somehow we get this idea that if I just had more faith, then all of this random stuff wouldn't be happening. And no, 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 this random stuff would still be happening. You would just choose to be trusting the one who's got you and, and going to take care of you no matter what happens. Faith just makes life doable and survivable and meaningful in an uncertain world. When you learn to trust in the one who knows and sees you, knows and sees all. People come up to me all the time, I guess, I guess because I'm a pastor, and, and they ask me, hey, listen, pastor, I need you to tell me, what should I do, this or that? This, this job, that job. Should we make this decision or that, or that decision? Um, should I ask this girl, marry me? Should I go out with this guy? And, and they give me scenarios, and I'm like, what do you think? I trust you. I'm like, I don't know. And you shouldn't trust me. <laughs> because I don't know. And so I, I tell you what, why don't, why don't you kind of seek wisdom, get the information, get all the info you can get, and seek some advice, and you pray about it, and you make a decision. And it, it's a step by faith either way, because you have no guarantee that if I do this, this is what's going to happen. Let me talk in the broader scale. We have no guarantee if we vote for this, if this person gets in office, then this is what happens. We should know better by that, by now, right? Oh, yeah, if I get this job, if I have this, if I buy that, if I make this amount of money, then okay, whoa, 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 whoa. We, we should know better by now. It, it, it really comes down to choosing to trust the one. And there are tools. God has given us tools to help us. He's given us his spirit. Oh, my goodness. He's given us the Bible. He's given us prayer. He's given us the local church. We have each other. We have people. Hey, we even have nature. Yeah, the heavens declare the glory of God. Do you know how many times, do you know how many times that my faith has been strengthened and I've been reminded to trust God just by being outside and a certain sunrise catches my eye or a sunset catches my eye and my thought, because I'm a nature guy anyway, and so I look around and I'm like, well, heck, if God can, man, if that, that's the God I serve, God had made that. And we're still trying to figure out how he did it. Science is still trying to figure out what all that's about. If God's big enough to do that, oh, he's got me. He's got me. And see, by looking at the world that God created, my faith gets stronger. Are you kidding me? God uses the arts. He uses music. He uses literature. He uses all kinds of things to help refocus our faith. Towards the end of Jesus' ministry, he made a statement that kind of summarized and bottom-lined a lot for his followers, his closest followers. And it means a lot to me, and I think it'll mean a lot to you. And it, and it explains, it really does kind of explain a lot and, and help us know what our focus should be. And this is what Jesus said. 
Jesus said, I've, I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble. But take heart, I've overcome the world. In this world, you will have trouble. Don't be surprised. Why are we so surprised? We're constantly so surprised. Don't be surprised. It's it just interesting to me how we're shocked. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. We'll believe it. Jesus said, in this world, you will have trouble. But don't freak out. Take heart. I've overcome the world. I'm stronger. I'm bigger. I'm beyond that. And I can help you. So live by faith, trusting in me, trusting in the one who knows and sees all what's going on, and I know and see you, and I'll get you through it. See, this is what this is about. God, God's not asking you to figure everything out. He's asking you to trust that he is. Get this. God is not asking you to try to figure everything out. So stop it. Let's stop it. Trying to figure every stinking thing out. He wants you to simply trust that he is what? He is what? Well, figuring things out. Not that he doesn't know. But working things out. And maybe just leave it open. He just wants you to trust that he is. Because after all, one of the names that God revealed to the world that best describes him is I am. Who are you, God? I am. That's very open-ended, isn't it? And we, that's laser-focused into the person of Jesus. He's not, he's not asking us to figure it all out, so let's just stop. It takes the pressure off. It takes the pressure off. Stop trying to figure it all out and make sense of everything and come up with these weird explanations for it. I bet I know, and here's what's going on, and I'll tell you the truth. Here's what's happening behind the scenes, and nobody knows it yet. You'll know one day. Stop all that. That's exhausting, and it drives us crazy. Enough of that. Yeah, I want to know. I want to see just like everybody else, but we live in an uncertain world. So let's just take the pressure off ourselves and each other and learn to choose to live by faith. Look at your life. I don't have to figure it all out. I don't have to figure it all out. It doesn't have to make sense right now. It doesn't all have to make sense right now. It We'll do the next right thing. Because it's not about apathy either. It's not about just throwing your hands up. No, this is about learning what it means to live by faith and walk by faith. It, it really has to do with following Jesus, which we will get to specifically more next week in this series. But it has everything to do with taking your very next step that is honoring to Jesus, doing the next step right thing. Not because you got it all figured out. Not because you always know what the next right thing is. Sometimes it's like based upon wisdom and information and understanding. This is, I think this is what we ought to do. It's the, it's the best thing I know right now. It seems to make sense to me. And if it works, great. I'm trusting God with the results. But if it doesn't, that's okay. We'll figure something else out. Why, why don't we learn to live that way, right? We got two options. Which one? I'm not quite sure, but based upon what I can see and figure it out, which is not everything, I think this is, this is a wise choice. I may be wrong. And if I'm wrong, we'll back up and we'll go this way. 
But I've got faith either way in the one who knows and sees all and who knows and sees me. You don't have to figure it all out. Just trust that he is. So what's uncertain for you right now? As you look at 2022 and beyond, what's uncertain? Very well may be a financial thing. You have no idea how this is going to play out. Maybe a job thing or a health thing or, or a relationship, marriage, parenting thing. You got a big decision coming up and you have absolutely no idea what to do just yet. Or you know there's a big decision getting ready to be made that's going to impact you and affect you and you have absolutely no idea how this is going to go down. I wish I could tell you that I see it all and I just tell you how it's all going to play out, but I don't know and you don't know, we don't know, but guess what? That's okay. Because this whole thing, this whole life, this entire journey was meant to be by faith anyway. Let's bottom line it like this. You and I live in an uncertain world. Faith is the way forward. Here's what that means. Trusting the one who knows and sees all and who knows and sees Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we come to you acknowledging our desire to want to know and see and understand. You created us with very inquisitive minds for many good reasons. And they help us a lot, but they also kind of trip us up and get in our way. Because there's so much we don't know. And we are lured and seduced by certainty. And we get distracted with it. We get frustrated and worn out because we don't know and we don't understand. May we free ourselves up and take the pressure off ourselves and each other with this trying to figure everything out. And just embrace the fact that we live in an uncertain world on this side of eternity, on this side of the new heaven and the new earth that one day you will bring into reality. On this side of the kingdom of heaven becoming literally here. We just live in an uncertain world. And you told us, in this world, in this realm, in this reality, we're going to face trouble. But at the same time, that doesn't have to stop us. That doesn't have to freak us out. We live by faith. That was how it was designed to work. So may we choose it, decide, an intentional response to the uncertainty in our lives, decide to trust you, knowing that you see everything and you see us, and you got us. I don't know what my friends are facing. I don't know what they're going through. I don't know what uncertainty is nipping at their heels. But help us to simply trust you. Listen to wisdom. Listen to good advice. Pay attention to what we can see and what we can know and trust ultimately in you as we take our next steps. That's the way we go into 2022. That is the way we go beyond 2022. That is the way that you have mapped out for us. May we trust you and put our faith in you. In Jesus' name, amen.